issues. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Yo, people, what's up? It's Greg. Uh, I need to feel your energy today. It's hump night. Wednesday night, I took last Wednesday night off. Um, I was exhausted. Okay, simple as that. Um, yeah, I'm human. I get exhausted. I get, uh, wiped out too. I'm human just like anybody else, right? So I want to hear, and tonight, first half of the show is going to be maybe a little bit of fun. The second half of the show might be more deep, uh, emotional, dealing with hurt and everything else. Um, first part of the show, it's going to be about you know, what names do you want to be called? Maybe pet names. I'm going to get more sensual, more sort of risque in the name calling. Do you, you know, are you going to want these names? Do you like them? Or do you sort of get creeped out by them? Or sort of get offended by them that you are too, uh, you know, you feel like you're being disrespected if you're called these certain names? Um, and maybe a hint, you know, maybe you want to be called spank me or whatever, right? Spank me, choke me, whatever. We're going to get into that. The second half of the show, we're going to get, like I said, more in depth and more to the heart of the matter about how can you tell if your partner loves you or not? You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, doesn't matter. Okay. We're going to get more into depth. How can you tell? When your partner, significant other, doesn't love you anymore, and is there any hope, and what do you do about it, and maybe reigniting that, which, you know, that's what I do. That's what I try to do here with couples on a daily basis, and is there a sign, you know, what? What if it's too late? So we're going to get into that a little bit, too. As always, welcome, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show, and we are live. Coming from uh, my office, actually, as usual, in Metro Detroit. And the thing is, as always, you can give me a call. 313-614-9498. Again, phone number is 313-614-9498. Now, you know, it's right up, right above the live video, my mug shot here, um, talking about that aspect, okay? So we're going to get into, oh, we got people already in the house. Jessica, Jennifer, a bunch more people I'll read names off or, you know, as always, the names uh, that they allowed me to say on the air. Um, those that I don't, it's basically, not basically, it is because you haven't given me permission. I respect your privacy, okay? So give me a shout. Um, don't be shy. You give me a call. It'll be anonymous, and we're going to get on right into it. You know, as far as, you know, the name calling, do you want to be called, you know, what would it, you know, if you want to be called juicy? What about, you know, even not even in the heat of passion? Oh, baby, man, I just, oh, you're so juicy. 
Would you like to be called that or delicious or luscious or you know what? Ooh, baby, you're as sweet as a peach or maybe your peach is sweet. <laughs> you know, all these names, uh, euphemisms, uh, you know, different vernaculars, if you will. You know, do you want to be called these certain things? What about, you know, how many would you like to be called? You know, do you want to be called, oh, you're so tasty. You know what? You're my dessert. You know, what are some of the names that you love? You would love to be called. Maybe you haven't even thought about, you know what? You're, you know, just so subtle and so supple and so sensuous. You know, what are some things that you would like to be called? Or maybe you haven't even thought about, or maybe there's something you called that your significant other thinks is cute or thinks it's sexy and romantic and, you know, passionate. But, you know what? It drives you nuts and you hate it and you feel disrespected. You know what? How many, you know, you know, you're turning, you know, bubble butt. You know what? What about, uh, terrific tatas? Whatever, whatever it is. And I know, you know, it depends on your mood, right? I'm a guy and I get it, ladies. You know, it depends on maybe you're in a more loving mood or more, you know, tired and more, you know what, you're just in a down mood and he comes up and calls you, oh, my juicy one. And you're like, you want to just punch him right in the nuts. What is um, the terms that you like, that you'd like to be called? And we all know, you know, women, let's face it, you love the romance novels, you love the gossip on social media, different websites, you know, you, you are looking at all the romantic aspects. I'm a huge romantic too, but, you know, when you, are, is there a difference between, you know, overstepping those boundaries and what you like and maybe what disgusts you and turns you off? So these are, you know, sort of that, you know, what, I want to hear your feedback. Join the discussion below. Give me a call. Um, oh, we have one already. I hate being called babe. Right? What about, would you like to term babelicious? Ooh, you know, Jennifer, <laughs> I hate to be called babe. Would you, you know, would you rather be called baby? Would you like to be called, you know, you hate babe? I get that. Cool. But what about babelicious? You know what? Would you love that? Would that make you sort of, you know, sort of wet and tingly all over? Hey, babelicious, I want you so bad. Would you, you know, or would that sort of disgust you or anything that is associated with babe, baby, would that sort of drive you nuts? Or are there different uh, variances of certain names that you want to be called? Um, or maybe that you hate, <laughs> it turns you off. You know what? Us guys, we definitely don't want to turn our ladies on, right? Or, you know, our heterosexual gentleman in the house. Do we look at, um, oh, she just mentioned, um, tachia, turn off, babelicious. Oh, my, okay, we won't use that one anymore. I like to be called C by my close friends and my man. That is when I know we are close to one another and comfortable. He calls you C, and I know a lot of women. You know I'm going here, Colleen. Um, a lot of women don't want to be called the C word, okay? I ain't, I don't use that word. I don't like that word. Um, well, it is appropriate in certain situations, but you want to be called C, right? Okay. Now, is that, that's an intimate sort of euphemism, a vernacular that you like to be called C. It means that you're close, that you are, you know, maybe, like you said, close friends or your man. 
You want to be called C. Now, when you're a man, Colleen, you know what? Do you like your hair sort of tog-pulled a little bit? And he, hey, C, ooh, yeah, you're my woman. Do you like that? Or is that just too in? And you know what? I'm not saying that's my style at all. I'm just asking if that's your style. Maybe some people out there, some fans of yours, want to know. Um, you know, we all have nicknames. We all, everybody, I think, knows, you know, if you're turning on, if you're, you know, tuning in for the first time, you know, people, you know, the last, I don't know, three, four years, uh, coined me as Detroit's love guru. I've been called before that, uh, Master G. Uh, so I have a couple of nicknames, but would I want to be called Juicy? Hell yeah, baby. Bring it on. Do I want to be called Luscious? Do I want to be called Delicious? Now, is delicious, would that be more of a female term, or would that be okay for the guys? You call your man, oh, you are just delicious. You know what? What, you know, do you think there are certain, um, you know what, you're my tasty taco. How many women would like to be called, I'm being a smart ass now. What else is new? But would a lot of women like to be called that? You know what, you're my tasty taco. You're <laughs> You know, you're my, uh, you know, not to throw out out there, you're my babylicious ba burrito. You know, what would you like to be called? And sort of, you know, maybe you can have funds. And, you know, we all have intimate, maybe more sensual names we want to be called. But what if we're in a mood, you know, joking around, fun, more playful of a mood? And would you be able to, you know, change it up? And how do you read each other with these names? And are you clear what you don't want to be called? Like Jennifer mentioned before, what definitely she doesn't want to be called. And what would you be able to, um, you know, what would work for you? Oh, Colleen also has another vote for, oh, no, Babelicious. No way, huh? Okay. It's just my first name and, yes, intimate and close. I, I Colleen, you had to see. I get that. What, uh, what are, you know, some names that you would like to be, you know, out there, that's out there. And would you like to be, you know, there's certain moments and, you know, every, you know, babe and, you know, we all, you know, bay, is that overdone? You know, everyone's got, you, you're my bay. Hey, bay, what's going on? And it, we also have different names for different cultures, different maybe ethnicities, races, but they have certain uh, click words, if you will, for certain, uh, you know, their significant others. And do we associate them as being, tacky, disrespectful, whatever, you know, how many people, you know, the, hey, sugar thighs, you know, hey, <laughs> sugar buns, what would you like, everyone's heard sugar lips, right, what would you like to be, con Ooh, what about candy, what could we associate, you're a sweetest candy, and what would you, what, we got to come up with something with candy, um, you're my candy cane, no, that's just too tacky, we need, what would we come up with candy, what about just candy, right, you're my sweet taste and candy. I want to lick and suck you all over. Would that work for you um, or not? Yes, I am slap happy. I'm a little sleepy tonight. Um, we look at, and yes, I like a man that can physically handle me to answer your question totally. Oh, no. I, I'm intimidated. You know what? That can physically handle You need to go more, um, you need to get more descriptive and more, you know, sort of specific about that, Colleen, about your man, the physical hand. Do you want him to sort of throw you around? Do you want him to beat you up? Does that turn you on? What do you mean physically handle you?
grab you by the throat and you're mine, woman. Um, what, <laughs> what would you like? I don't, you know, suggest all that stuff, but everyone's got their likes, dislikes. I'm not here to judge. Um, I'm here to help you sort of um, enlighten, you know, sort of ignite your passion, your relationship. And, you know, diff everyone's got their different names and code names and everything else. And what about, you know, do you have ladies, do you have a, you know, maybe a certain name, pet name, you will, for what about the genital regions, right, of a guy? Do you have a pet name for, you know what? That's my man snake. That's my snake. That's my pet, you know, whatever. And can you sort of make, sort of have fun with it and joke around with it? And it's only, it's an intimate setting between you two, nobody else. I don't want you going around, yeah, I call my man, you know, that's my pet snake. That's, you know, whatever that is. That's, uh, oh yeah, that's my wife over there and her tulips are mine, you know. Nothing like that. It's got to be in an intimate setting. You don't want to share these things with the whole public. I'm doing it now just to get sort of the energy, the vibe going, and what you can do to shake up your relationship and also have a little fun with it and, you know, just jazz it up a little bit. You know what? Or maybe, you know, you want to dress up and maybe you act like it's a stripper name. You know, like I mentioned, you know, Babylicious or Juicy, Delicious. Do those sound like stripper names? Maybe you want that. Maybe you want to play that role. Um, is there anything wrong with it? I don't think so. Not at all. Like I said, it's between two consenting adults and what works for you. So don't be judged. Don't be, you know, ridiculed. Uh, whatsoever. Okay, we're going back here and I'm going to need a shower. Okay. Um, someone mentioned before, playful hair tugging up against the wall. Not to hurt me, just to be alpha in the bedroom. You know what? I'm intimidated. wonder if I wanted you, Colleen, to be alpha in the bedroom. And I'm going to sit back and just go, oh, baby, you know what? Yes. I, I, you know what? You're my master. <laughs> Would you be able to could you, would you handle that? Would that be okay with you? Um, <laughs> would, you know what? Or do you need that alpha male all the time in the bedroom? You know what? Some women want that alpha male all the time. Some women want to be taken charge, okay? Everybody is about, oh, now we're getting <laughs> role-playing and costumes are fun. You know, they could be, right? Everybody has their own thing. And to shake it up a little bit, okay? And I want to bring uh, sort of a sidebar, getting off this topic, and I want you to tune in and give me some insights and everything else. And looking at, there was a question on uh, uh, on Facebook Messenger that asked me about, you know, what would you think about your significant other? You know, you know the old adage about friend requesting uh, a bunch of, say, you're a woman. And would your man be okay with you, you know, accepting friend requests, whatever, with a bunch of other single men or vice versa? Or would your man be ticked at, you know, a woman be upset and jealous that you accepted a bunch of friend requests from, say, old high school uh, people, old high school sweethearts, old people you had relations with, maybe not even just friends, and now they're divorced, they're single, and we know, and I can speak from experience, um, that, you know, social media and everything, there's a lot of people that hook up with affairs and everything through social media. I don't blame social media. I blame the people involved with that. 
And what would you tell the particular person that asked this question earlier today? You know, if they ended up, you know, friend requesting a bunch of single ladies, ladies, would you be okay with that? That, you know, these women you've never heard of, all some bam, 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 and you find out they're single, they're all this stuff. Would you trust your man or do you, I would ask that guy why he would need to be able to do that. Um, why would you do that? Okay. I have a business. Yeah. You know, marketing, trying to get my network out. So I might be a little different. Or would you just sort of say there's trust issues or insecurities? Some people might play, oh, she's just insecure. No big deal. Or... You know what? I don't want anyone to be played a fool. So what, what advice would you give to this person if, uh, you know what, they're starting to friend request a bunch of single individuals and you find out, you know, what the hell is going on? Um, you know what? How would you do that? And we already have people, as long as my man was up front with them, you know, he is with me. You know, that's one take. We have another. Rhonda. Hey, welcome. Rhonda's in the house. Nice having you here, as always. Hell to the no, she says. Um, you could have a good thing, but what happens, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. What happens if you think you have a great thing, a great relationship, and your partner might think totally opposite, that she or he isn't happy, and all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking everything's great, and a friend request, friend request, um, all these people, and, you know, what about, the private message aspect too. Do you want access to your partner's private messages or whatever? Is it an insecurity thing? Is it being, you know, making sure you do a security check in your home type aspect? You don't want to be played a fool. You know, are you for having transparency in a relationship? And I'm all for that. I'm all about transparency. And, you know, I want that. And, you know, I've been dogged out, uh, you know, People have been dogged out all this time because of social media, people hooking up with other people. But if things in a relationship were okay and solid, would things be a lot different for you in that situation? Again, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's a case-by-case -case situation. It's a depends-on-the-couple dynamic situation, of course. And it, um, the level of intimacy that you share with each other, again, do you know that, um, you know, like I said, you might think everything's great, but if your partner is doing things behind your back that you don't know, and I could, you know, I could tell you hundreds and hundreds of stories where people think everything, they're in my office, you know, they're couples that, you know, one of them's thinking everything's great, everything's fine, and they find out, you know what, freaking cheating has another baby that they hid for a year, that, They've been cheating for six months, cheating for 18 months. And the person has no clue, thinking everything's fine. Is that um, maybe they're clueless, they're not paying attention to what's going on, or the other person is just so smooth and, you know, just gets away with it. It's a, it's a scary situation, and I'm all about trust, but I'm also about not being stupid or being played a fool either. And looking at signs, what's going on. So it's a delicate balance. And you look at the the situation. Uh, Colleen mentions about, you know, and everything was open and honest. I might have um, missed the other aspect to that. Might be down below in the chat. I'll have to do a search on that. And also, um, and Rhonda mentioned, if they give you a reason for not trusting, they won't, won't let you look at their Facebook 
If I felt secure, I would not have issues. I agree. I think it's a combination. You know what? If you have to hide your social media, if you have to hide everything, that tells me there's an issue. That is just my aspect, okay? If you can't say you're in a relationship on Facebook, then there is a big problem. Jennifer, I agree. Colleen mentions that too. I agree with um, the three of you that if you can't say that, and there, there's, I, I do an issue, you know, I deal with this constantly that, you know what, you're trying to work on things, we're in a relationship, but you don't have full transparency. You're not allowing me on Facebook. You're not allowing me, you know, access to, you know, you block me from your posts on Facebook, but yet we're in a relationship and you're like, what? <laughs> that tells me that's, you know, the old CC Music Factory song. Things that make you go, hmm, you know what? That kills trust, right? And the other person wants to make you feel like it's your fault, that you're insecure. I'm not doing anything. Well, you're showing me, you're giving me reasons to be insecure or, you know, sort of wreck, not confidence within myself or insecure with myself, just insecure with you and insecure with the relationship dynamics and what, you know, what is going on. So that's, you know, my feedback for the question um, aspect. And you know what? What do you do? Cheaters have been cheating long before social media. I agree. Once a player, always a player. That's, uh, Jennifer, I'm going to disagree with you. That's not always the case. It is sometimes, but not always. It's the same thing, you know, people get into once a cheater, always a cheater. That's also not true. It is for some people, like I said, once a player, always a player. That does apply to certain people, but it does not apply to everybody, okay? It doesn't mean because one woman cheated, that she's going to be a chronic cheater or always cheat. That's not always the case. Or for the man, he cheated maybe once and, you know, messed up, whatever. That doesn't mean he's always going to cheat. So I know a lot of people like thrown into that element. So you look at the dynamic, that's not always the case. But I get where you're coming from, Jennifer. You look at, um, Colleen, you mentioned cheaters have been cheating long before social media. Yes, we know this. And I people, I did a thing on social media um, a few months back. It's the same thing with, you know, do guns kill people or do people kill people? You know, does social media cause people to cheat or is it just an avenue, a vehicle to do it maybe easier or whatever? It's the people that are doing the cheating. It's not social media. You got it? It's the people that are doing it. Um... It's not the social media. So that's where I get at. If you can't trust your partner and they're doing stuff behind your back, my question is, you know what? What's causing them to do it? Another thing, if they don't stop, my next question is going to be to you is, why are you with them? Peace, right? I get the bleeding heart and it's not easy. I Again, you know, on a daily basis, I deal with people that know they should be out of a marriage or a relationship. Again, that's not my decision. It's theirs. They know it. They feel it in their gut. But, you know, fear of being lonely, feel, you know, all these, you know, they might love the person, but they know it's a toxic relationship. So it's a very, very difficult dynamic to deal with. And it's not so cut and dry as a lot of people believe. Um, you know, it deals with a lot putting yourself in their shoes and trying to empathize and trying to understand with what's going on and what they're feeling. Okay. Uh 
Kelly, you mentioned merely an avenue, as I said. I agree. Uh, Rhonda, you mentioned um, it can be hurtful when they are liking and commenting on other chicks' pictures, but never have anything nice to say to you or even be your friend on Facebook. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You look at that's exactly the example I was given where, you know, a couple look at and uh, he's hiding social media. He's not allowing her to see posts, whatever, but we're working on our relationship and we're together. You know what? That's a bunch of crap. That, you know, you should be fully transparent, period, right? Because I'm looking at, as a professional, and maybe in my personal, I'm looking at what do you have to hide, number one, right? What You tell me, you know, you want, you love me, all this stuff, but you're hiding your social media. You're not allowing me to see posts. You're blocking me, and you're coming up with all these excuses that don't make sense, and you want me to, you want me to buy into them. You know what? I'm not going to be stupid. I don't want you to be a fool either. So that is a huge sign that, you know what? You get people all the time, oh, you're beautiful, great picture, but you're not doing the same to me. You know what? You're liking all these other guys. You're liking, you know, oh, they, oh you look great, you look great, and then you're left here. You know what? Peace out. And I'm, I'm confident. We all have our insecurities, but you need to look at the elements to where, you know, what's going on with you and your relationship and I tell people left and right age-old saying I've been saying for years you know what you need to go with your gut instinct and if you're feeling a certain way and your partner really doesn't care about how you feel or how it affects you and there's differences I get that you know he can make you or she can make you feel loved desired craved everything you know that and you're still insecure I get that but in certain cases where there's evidence like not being friends on social media, like not being able to see your posts, or they're not commenting, you know, on your pictures or your posts, but they're commenting on, say, a guy commenting on all the other women's posts, or and not doing anything with you or on you or recognizing you as a significant other. That's an issue, big time, right? Um, in my personal life, I'm private. I get that, but you know what? But you know what what I do and everything I want to keep my private life private in a way uh, for you know respect for maybe the person whoever I would be with um, down the road because I'm single now <laughs> you know down the road but you look at the elements to where you know that type of aspect and what works for you and what are you doing to correct it and if they're not doing anything to correct it to make you feel secure make you feel like a priority that they're proud to be with you Peace the hell out, right? Not easy. I want you to promote self-love. I want you to practice self-love and self-respect and what is important to you. And I don't want you to sell yourself out by any means, okay? On that note, I am going to take a breather. That is, um, then we're going to come back. I'm going to um, come back and we're going to touch base on the social media aspect a little bit. Now we're going to get into a situation. How can you tell if your partner doesn't love you? And maybe how can your partner tell if you don't love them, right? Are there signs? Are there subtleties? Even if they're good and smooth at hiding it, maybe that's one of them. Social media, they're not, you know, interacting with you or have you interacting with them on social media. Maybe that's a true tale sign as well. We're going to come back. Don't go anywhere, people, okay? Please, don't go anywhere. Going to come back 
in a few minutes. We're live on the Art of Relationships radio show, people. Gonna be back in a couple minutes, okay? Enjoy this tune. She's sitting on the dirt ridden floor. Get her phone away. And with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell. An embarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addicted. Manicotine. The one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely insane. But it would be a crime for us to stay away. So I seek a way. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about, uh, first part of the show, we're talking about maybe sort of pet names you have for each other, you know, like juicy, delicious, luscious, sweet, tasty, sensuous. Would you like to be called some of these, maybe in the heat of passion, or maybe as four-player, would you like these, you know, as sort of precursors to getting turned on, 
What do you think? We talked about that. Now, you know, I had a question on where we left off before the break, talking about um, social media tends to be a common theme. You know, if your partner tends to like a bunch of people of the opposite sex, okay? Not talking lesbian, uh, gay individuals, talking, you know, maybe heterosexual, your man liking a bunch of women, and so forth, okay? And we're talking about that. Is that good, bad? Would you be okay with it? And we're looking at um, the situation to where, you know, we, we had to mention, um, you know, I had a guy leave his Facebook wide open, but yet never make mention of me on there or when women message him. Fault sense of security. I agree. And that's the thing you question. And if they don't want to make uh, amends to it and they don't want to change that, my question, as always, and people have heard this for years since I've been doing the show, um, is why are you with that person that makes you feel like crap, that doesn't make you feel like a priority, and look at, are you hiding me, right? And I get Rhonda, right before break, I saw her comment about, you know, I am not a secret, or maybe she was a secret. You know, that's BS. You don't want to be a secret. You want to be, you know, proud. You want that person to be proud to be with you, to call you his significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, man friend, whatever, husband, wife, of course. But what do you do? You know, why, why would you be in a situation where you're feeling insecure and you know in your heart you want to be loved, you want to be desired, and maybe, you know, your heart wants to believe them when they're pumping shit up your ass. Yeah, I did say that. You know, and they're going to manipulate you. Oh, I love you, I love you, this and that. They're going to try to twist and turn everything. But when it's said and done, you're left with the evidence. You're left with the facts that, you know what, if this don't change, you know what, maybe I need to move and get away from this relationship anyways because you didn't even think how I would feel about this. Like you're hiding me. You didn't even, you know, think about, the, oh, it's a habit. I do this all the time. You know, this is new. But you know what, you're not being cognizant. You're not being aware or conscious of your significant other. That's simply not cool, man. That's just bad, okay? So, now, we are getting into, oh, real quick. Um, I wanted to, you know, that last song, <clears throat> last song, the only song that was played, that was by Skyway Traffic, you know, Hiding Your Dirty Deeds. Make sure you check them out, okay? Again, Skyway Traffic, Reverb Nation, uh, YouTube, Facebook, check them out, okay? Local Detroit Talent, um, look them up. Skyway traffic. Okay, now we're going to get back into maybe more heartfelt, more deep uh, affirmative aspects that hurt a lot. How do you know when your partner, how can you tell when your partner doesn't love you anymore, right? We all, you know, certain signs or maybe can your partner tell that you don't love them? A prime example, we're just talking about that, is the social media aspect. Maybe they're cutting you out of that. They unfriend you. That would be a sure sales tell sign, right? Maybe they block you from certain day. Then they tell you, I don't know why you can't see this. See, it's right here. I don't know why you can't see this. And they allow everybody else to see your posts, you know, see his posts or her posts, but they're blocking you from it. You know what, that that's, you know what, and I don't know why, I don't know why. I hear this all the time, and it's like, that's a bunch of BS. You're doing it intentionally, and you're just lying about it, plain and simple, okay? So what are some, you know, sure tell signs that your partner doesn't love you anymore? And 
The tell signs, of course, you know what? They don't talk to you. They don't want to hug you. They don't want to kiss you. They don't want to make love with you. They don't want to be around you. Maybe they're always ripping you apart. They're always degrading you and, you know, ripping you apart big time. That might be one tell sign, you know what, that there definitely is an issue, but they don't love you. They don't respect you, of course. But what about the subtle aspects? You know what? Oh, but, you know, they might be calling you, hey, hon, you know, I love you and all this stuff, but they're always coming up with excuses not to do things with you alone or what I got to work today. Oh, I made these other arrangements. Oh, yeah, sounds great. I'm going to go and at the last minute, you know what? I feel sick. I whatever. And they're not sick. You know, these are all subtle ways that maybe you are telling your partner you don't love them. You're not with them. And some people, it's hard. Like I said, our hearts want to be loved. We want to be desired. Hello, I do. I want to be loved. I want to be desired big time too. But I'm not going to sell myself out and play the fool to get that and to get in that situation. So, you know what, I, you look at subtleties and maybe because of what I do or training experiences, whatever, I might have a little more, you know, insight into subtleties and I can separate my emotions from looking at, you know, what the hell is going on. But, you know, it, it's not that easy, especially we don't want to look at those signs. And what are some signs that you tell uh, people of that, you know what? that you're not in love with them or don't love them anymore. And what are some signs you've run into besides the social media aspects we talked about? What are some other signs that you can tell maybe or help other the viewers out there that look at, you know what, maybe that person doesn't really love you. Maybe you're not loving yourself enough. And you look at the situation right here. They don't show you any affection, no communication. I mentioned that. Communicate with other women but not you. I would say there's an issue, right? Um, degrades everything. No love. Go out without you. Does nothing for you. And I mentioned these. These are a big thing, you know. The favors are not there. You know, they're like leaving you hanging. Do it yourself. Call one of your friends to do this. And they're just, you know, they're being a jerk. Or you know, a jerk can be, it's not gender biased. Not just a man. A woman can be a jerk too. Um, maybe they're being inconsiderate. They're not you know, inconsiderate of your time or whatever. Maybe they always want you to do favors for them, right? Or is that just being selfish? But when you're asking about doing things for them, they're always busy, they're always this, they're always that. Is that being selfish? Or is that actually a sign that, you know what, something's going on, that your love is in jeopardy, that, you know, it's in danger. So it's it's not easy. It's not a uh, clean-cut situation. And again, a lot of people don't want to look at the issues. A lot of people do not want to see the entities and what's going on. Um, we don't want to be hurt. It's the same situation when you know, nobody wants to ask their partner, you know what, do I turn you on anymore? Or am I in love with you any, you know, or sorry, are you in love with me anymore? Because if the answer is no, you don't turn me on. No, I'm not in love with you. It hurts and we don't want to go there. But would you rather, you know, have the confidence and have the self-love that, you know what, you're not going to be in a situation to do that. And you look at the situation where, you know what, I'm all about trying everything to make it work and reignite the things. So at least there are no regrets. Now, if your partner, right, they don't want to work on things. They don't want to take into consider uh, consideration, sorry, people, about your feelings, about your, you know, your needs and how you feel. 
and they don't care about that and they don't want to work on the relationship, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, then, you know what, that's going to be a sign that, you know what, they don't want to talk about issues, they don't want to talk about problems in the relationship, that's going to be a sign either they're simply lazy, they can't deal with problems, or they don't care, okay, and either one of those situations, right, you need to, what happens if you take a stand, you know what, I'm getting out of this because I don't feel love, desire, and all of a sudden you break up with them, and all of a sudden they're chasing you, kissing their kissing your booty out of desperation. Now they want to work, now they want to change, right? Now what do you do, right? What do you do? Maybe it's their wake-up call, and do you go back and give it a chance and give that person a chance to show that? Again, that's a gut instinct, and you can go back, right? I don't want any, you know, stone unturned, if you will. I don't want any regrets. Maybe I should have gave it one more chance. I don't want you to give it one more chance, then one more chance, and then one more chance. And you're 10, 12, 20 times down the road, keep busting your butt trying to work, and they keep falling back and falling off the wagon with these aspects not showing you. You know what? That's not self-love, and that's not self-respect. And if that person doesn't care enough about you, to, you know, we, we fall back. We're human, right? We're habitual creatures. They might fall back once in a while, but then they get back and show you, you know what? My bad, they own it, I'm sorry, you know what, I, I'm going to do a better job, and they're going to do it, and they're going to show you, they're not just going to tell you. Then maybe, you know, if that's going on, maybe you need to step away. And what are some signs out there, people, that you have done to give a, you know, your partner, your loved one, a sense that you're not in love with them anymore? I was, you know what, banging their brother. <laughs> I was, you know, having sex with their sister. That might be, uh, you know, that's not a subtle... <laughs> That's not a subtle sign. That's sort of a blatant, in-your-face type of aspect, right? Um, you know what? Maybe they're beating you. They're being abusive. You know, those are, but it's very difficult when there's subtleties, and you want to believe your partner. You want to believe them. You know what? You want to feel loved, but the things, you, you know, they don't jive with you. You're looking at the situation. You know, they're telling you one thing. You're walking away going, what? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. You're like, what? And then you're, oh, maybe I'm just, you know, whatever. That's your gut instinct telling you something that it's not jiving for a reason, right? And they want you to believe a certain thing because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want to get busted or get confronted with a situation, right? You have a right to feel loved. You have a right to feel desired. And you have a right to question your partner, you know what? and tell them that you don't and if they don't own up to it and if they're not making you know changes and showing you the efforts and showing you that they deserve you they love you and they want you right then why do they deserve you if they're not doing that again not easy it's about you getting in a point in a place in your life where it's self-love and self-respect and you deserve someone that's going to show you the love the attention and maybe the passion and affection that you want and being heard and being respected, right? And they're not just blowing you off and blowing smoke up your booties, okay? <sighs> so hopefully that'll give you some insights and help you look at the situation to be able to look at, you know, the dynamics about, you know, looking at, you know, those aha moments where, you know what, do you really love me because you're not showing me? And if they don't put in the effort, yeah. 
loving people, being in a relationship or marriage, it takes work, people. And if they're not willing to show you and if they're not willing enough to put forth the effort, then maybe, and I get that. Rhonda, you mentioned, that's a great thing you mentioned about sending mixed messages. And that's where the manipulation plays a role in you, right? They might still have sex with you, but they don't feel anything, right? You might, you know, go to make love with you and you're like, you feel like their body is there and it might feel okay, but like their emotions are totally disconnected. And you're like, huh? You know, what's going on? These are signs that you know, mixed signals that are going on. And I want you to pay attention to the subtleties. I want you to pay attention to your gut instinct, okay? Uh, and Rhonda just mentioned, yes, what's up with that? They don't want you, but when you already, you know, already you're ready to walk away from them, all of a sudden, all of a sudden they want you, they crave you, then it goes right back in that same pattern. You, you need to look at, listen to your gut instinct and pay attention to the subtleties in your relationship. And if they try to blow you off like you're crazy, whatever, oh, why do you feel that way and all this stuff? Because I do. You know what? They need to understand and help you feel loved, help you feel desired, a priority. And, you know, to feel just awesome in the relationship, okay? And if they're not looking at that and they're calling you crazy and all this stuff, but yet they're doing some things to make it and they're not looking at themselves, maybe that's a sure sign that that relationship is not, or marriage Sadly, it's not working for you and you deserve better. You deserve a healthier relationship and you deserve the love that you crave. Ooh, that's my tagline, right? Helping you have the relationship that you crave. Not only that, helping you be the person that you want to be where you love yourself and you have the confidence and you're still a good person and compassionate towards others, okay? I am going to say good night, people. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Greg Dzinski, Detroit's love guru, a licensed uh, professional counselor, relationship, and sex therapist in Metro Detroit. Check out my website. It's right above, as usual, the video here, theartofrelationships.org, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Be safe. Happy hump night. <laughs> Have fun tonight, people. Take care. Peace out.